1: I saw Maestro, the Leonard Bernstein story, and I did not like it.
2: Bernstein?
1: Oh, Is I said Bernstein? Bernstein. I don't know. I don't even know. Well, Do I yeah. get to decide cuz I'm Jewish? No. I don't know how you say it. Bernstein. I say Bernstein, Leonard Bernstein.
2: I rec- I said it was one of the better movies I've seen in a long time,
1: and I was very excited to watch it. And Mark and I made an an evening out of it. We made dinner. We sat down. I'm like, I'm really excited. Yeah, and as you do, it you was get... like two and a half hours.
2: No, it's two two eleven.
1: Okay. And I kept waiting for me to understand what Adam was seeing here. And wow. The 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 cinematography is very artsy. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's black and white in the path of it. And there are these like long shots and close up shots. But I feel, Adam, and and this is how watching this made me feel. Because you're not the only one who said it was like the best movie you've, I said like, sorry, the best movie you've ever seen. There was another couple that we know. That was the
2: best movie I've ever seen. Okay.
1: There was another couple we know that loved it and can't stop talking about it. So Mark and I were really excited. And maybe it was because it was too overhyped, but I felt like a moron watching this because i'm thinking i don't get it i don't really understand his story i don't really feel like i didn't get a background of who he was other than an openly gay man in the 30s and 40s like kissing other men on the street how is that possibly historically accurate was it okay to be openly gay in the 40s while you were married to somebody else yet kissing another man on the street that can't be real what well, has to be real? You think it's real that he would kiss somebody in the, um, a man in the middle of Central Park while he was married to somebody else, and like nobody thought that that was a not a right thing to do? And, and it is, it's fine. Again, not if you're married. But I was shocked at how the movie represented gay men as being totally accepted. And I thought, wait a minute, this is America. We're barely accepting gay people now. How was that? Po- Do you think that's historically accurate? I
2: think in the certain those circles that he was in, in the
1: theater circles, yes,
2: that uh, in New York, okay. I think it probably was accepted.
1: Okay, then I'm wrong. Yeah,
2: um, but no, the, this is a good example, though. Of you're right. Like story wise, mm-hmm. was it top one of the top movies I've ever seen? No. Okay, but I think the the look okay. of the movie to mm-hmm. me, the acting certainly mm-hmm. uh, that elevated it for me mm-hmm. as as far as other pieces of work that I've seen
1: and I learned a little bit about his life but not a ton like I didn't know about his childhood or his backstory or even there was no clip of West Side Story
2: that's what's a little
1: there was like I've music heard that
2: criticism right but
1: we didn't get to see opening night of West Side Story or if he was euphoric about this or if he was disappointed in mm-hmm. the way it was and And some of other masterpieces that he's created, I thought it was lacking story-wise. Because I I didn't come away feeling like, oh, I know the story of Leonard Bernstein. Mm -hmm. And and I I get who he, maybe not who he was, but his rise to success.
2: What did you think about the scene where he's in the church and he's conducting that whole long scene?
1: Chills. That was stunning. I mean the, I think Mark was crying at that point because Mark loves music he really mm-hmm. appre- I'm totally tone deaf but Mark he's a, Mark is a musician yep. and uh, that was I'm thinking about it I'm getting chills that was an extraordinary performance Bradley Cooper's mm-hmm. performance the orchestra's performance yes. and, and the music was so beautiful and so intense so yes there were moments of great art and great beauty I just feel like I'm not high-level enough to appreciate no, it's, but cinematography as art. I just wanted to watch a good movie. Right,
2: and I don't I, I don't profess to say that I know what well, you got it, beautiful, more than good I did. cinematography is. I just like the look of it. Like, you got it. There's yeah. like a movie that I, I I always fall back to called uh, The Assassination of Jesse James by the Coward Robert Ford. It was uh, Brad Pitt was in it, Casey Affleck. Oh. And it never did, I don't think it did tremendously well. But the look of that movie, the feel of that movie, oh, it is like one of my favorites, absolute favorite movies. I think it's an incredibly underrated movie. But that—that's like I want to like lose myself in a movie, just in mm-hmm. the in the way that it's the, the the. But then you know there are other movies that you watch because obviously it's a great story, right? And the plot obviously mm-hmm. is very obviously is very important mm-hmm. in movies. But I, I just try to balance it all and. I guess I won't ever uh, recommend a movie for
1: you. No, you should. I might just just not watch it. Because, like, for example, any movie that John Williams would say to watch, I would avoid like the plague. Because he was a terrible judge (laughs) of movies. So I knew not to watch that.
2: Uh, Boy, people are, uh, I'm with you, Joanna. Maestro's a snoozer. Couldn't finish it. Totally hyped. I didn't like it either. Boring. And when did his wife switch to be accepting, just to be discreet? Okay, so that is the. This, I mean, that's the. That is the tension of the movie, which essentially it's a love story between yes. Leonard and his wife,
1: mm-hmm. and it was a great love story because I do think they had a great love. But yes. did you get the impression that she already knew before they were married he was a gay man, and that they had an agreement that he was going to keep up his gay affairs, and, and maybe he was a bisexual man because they had a right. few children together. Um They do you think that she knew before they got married yes. that this was going to continue to happen for the rest of I her life? I think his
2: sister, who's played by Sarah, Sarah Silverman, Silverman mm-hmm. she kind of tipped her off to it, saying, yes. well, that's Leonard being Lenny Leonard. being Lenny. Mm-hmm. And so, yes, I do believe so. But love is love.
1: But also, do you think that happened a lot? And yes. maybe it was in the theater. Yes. And that it was accepted that some of these people would have double lives, and yes. maybe women too.
2: Absolutely. Really? Oh, one hundred percent. And in that day and age, when it, it was not acceptable. Yeah. That's what, like you know, that's when everybody says, "Wow, God," you know.
1: All right, there were no gay people. No gay that, people, yeah, you know, like were.
2: no, no. Right, exactly. They have closeted lives, and or
1: wives and kids that never got the whole person because they were having affairs with men or relationships. I think
2: he benefited from the environment he was into, just as we were talking before. Mm-hmm. New York theater scene. Yes. I think.
1: That's, he couldn't have that. Could have happened m- in m- Iowa.
2: No, it was much more accepted, which is why I think he was able to be as open as he was, even though he wasn't fully open. He was as mm-hmm. open as he was about it.
1: But I, but I also wonder, and maybe we'll never know the answer. Maybe nobody ever knows. Was he as open because he made it seem like this is who I am? Everybody knows it. He was kissing people in Central Park, kissing men in Central mm-hmm. Park. You know, telling babies I slept with both of your parents. Right. That was yeah. a weird scene. Um, so I was just curious to know if they were over-dramatizing this because that's how we want people to be authentically themselves or if it was truly accepted in the theater scene of the 40s, maybe mm-hmm. even 50s and um, we should all get over it now because we're still keeping people closeted. I-, I don't know. I guess was was it more social commentary or was it more historically accurate?
2: Well, we've been talking about it for about eight minutes, and you haven't oh. mentioned smoking once.
1: Okay, there was, there, you warned me
2: about know I mean, wasn't it like just crazy amount of smoking? Like you warned this.
1: me. The non-stop smoking, even after the wife, and this is not, well, I don't know if it's, should I? Yeah. So, yes. Okay, the, the wife diagnosed gets diagnosed with, with cancer. cancer. She's still smoking. She's still smoking. And he's still smoking around her. Right. And I, I guess maybe then there was less correlation between smoking causes cancer. But he continued to smoke through yeah. his whole life. And he, as far as I know, lived a long life and did not die of
2: cancer. It was early 70s, I think.
1: Oh, that was it? Mm-hmm. Okay, maybe that's not so long. Uh, but obviously longer than she. And um, yes, the smoking was nonstop. And I imagine that that's just the way it was back then. Right? Yes. Is, is that... I, didn't I think imagine it was that that's accurate. much,
2: yes, but yes, everybody's I,
1: I watched the Gold of My Year movie. I, it's a also an interesting take on the Six Day War, on the Yom Kippur War. Excuse me. She is never without C- a C- cigarette yeah. in her mouth, and it is annoying. I mean, I'm sure that's historically accurate. She also died of a lung yes. disease, you know. But she, um, nonstop, yeah. not the minute they wake up in the morning yes. to the maybe in the middle of the night if they wake up they light yes. one up also, but. While eating, while, like, he actually was, there's a scene with either he's eating or he's kissing her. He has to remove it from his mouth yes. to do whatever he yes. is doing. It, it, it's gross.
2: I guess not a fan. So, uh, Maestro. I didn't love it. Th- th- thumb up, one thumb up, one
1: thumb Sorry, down. Sorry, I didn't love it. Ah. But we're going to do our random review a little bit later. So um, I don't know what the RRG is going to come up with uh, this this week. I have been watching a few new ones uh, lawman Bass Reeves. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you know about that. That's about another it, Paramount nope. Plus. And then what's the other one? This is an old one. Oh, Boardwalk Empire. Did you ever see Boardwalk Empire? Oh, sure. Okay, no, I'm really like late. Twenty to that. years ago, I'm not late twenty, to that but party. about ten
2: years ago, fifteen years ago, maybe.
1: But we just started watching that, and that's oh, kind of yeah. fun.
2: Uh, Eleven eighteen on WCCO. Here's one of the things that bugs the absolute living.
1: uh Oh. yes,
2: gyms are busy now. I hate the people who are like I don't hate. I'm sorry, that's strong. I don't
1: hate anybody.
2: I really am annoyed by the regulars at gyms who suddenly are off put uh, right? that so many people are at the gym now. And,
1: uh, You're the resolutionists. Yeah,
2: they're only going to be here for two weeks and then they'll be gone. You know what? Stop people it. are trying to improve themselves. Give them a little grace, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. So guess what? If your gym is crowded today or the usual time you get to go to the gym, suddenly there's a bunch of people. Deal with it. Find a different time to go then.
1: Also, be grateful that they're there because they're going to pay dues for the year and they're not going to show up next month. That's right. So the gym is being kept up exactly. by their the money. The new
2: machines that you get, the <laughs> new stair- Stairmaster. A Stairmaster. still a Stairmaster? I loved Stairmaster. the
1: Stairmaster. That was a great workout. Yeah. I put on a Stairmaster in quite some time.
2: Um, so that bugs me. It always would bug me. I get it. Even in, during a time where like now we've kind of created our, our little home gym that I just use. Mm-hmm. I haven't actually been to the physical gym in in, in quite a while
1: because you hate people.
2: Yeah, the, well, the best thing about these hours is like you show up and there's nobody there, and like those, like anytime fitness, you know, the ones where you can go any time of day. Those are rarely crowded.
1: That's the I name suppose. anytime fitness, right?
2: And maybe you know during mm-hmm. the you know when typically people are done with work, but yeah, don't don't rain on somebody's parade that they're suddenly crowding your gym.
1: Well, that's very positive of you, Adam. Speaking of being positive, we started the show talking about words that we wanted to do away with in the new year. And we we blatantly ripped this off from Vanita because she was saying, what's your word for 2024? And people were being so positive, you know, ambition and peace and health and all of that stuff. But there are some words, by the way, that should be banished in 2024. The words that we don't like, like um, or phrases, the word slay. How many times have my teenagers said the word Do They slay? still say that? They still say it. The word cringeworthy. The word obsessed. That's something oh, that I. Obsessed. I'm, you're not obsessed. You're not. You're right. not obsessed. Something um, friends used to say in college. I remember back in college, it was the early 90s. Girls used to say, I live for that. I live for her. I live for him. Mm-hmm. And it was like a way of obsessed, like meaning you love that person. And that drove me nuts. Thank goodness we've banished that because it's not the 90s. Anymore? Yeah, but I'm going to
2: push back on this now, because uh, how else do we express ourselves? Of course, you're, you're not literally uh, living, living for, for that, mm-hmm. but that's how you express yourself.
1: And it's teen slang, as it was back in the day. For example, the words like slay and iconic and side hustle or riz, those are teen slang words, which is fine. But we did ask you what word you want to get away with or, or do away with, excuse me, in the Twenty twenty four, and your words were pretty good. They could also be phrases. You know, Adam and I went through our phrases. For example, the word "if I'm being honest" or the phrase "excuse me, if I'm being honest." We don't like that one. We're not doing that one.
2: Can I ask you a question?
1: That's another one. No, you can't ask me a question. I'm shutting that down. Somebody said the word "triggered." Yeah, that's a good one. I'm tired of that. Tired of
2: triggered. Yeah, I'm tired of woke. To whatever woke means. Mm -hmm. And it's just a, a word that mm-hmm. we describe things we disagree with mm-hmm. now. Oh, that's too woke.
1: Mm-hmm. It is what it is. That's one that somebody said. That's are saying again. Oh, and the word perfect. <clears throat> and Adam, you, you responded that to one, this. You're, you're hearing that a lot.
2: Top of the list now because I because it it I think mm-hmm. about it now, and it's usually younger people who are working either like at a restaurant, a waiter, waitress, mm-hmm. or somebody in retail mm-hmm. when you're just giving your order. Perfect. Perfect. You want you know you want lettuce on that? Yes, perfect. No, it's not perfect that I want lettuce on Mm -hmm. my. It's just fine. It's just okay.
1: Someone said, "Please stop saying Uber instead of Super." We use that all the time. Oh, she's Uber great, or she's Uber committed, or yeah, we do we do use that word meaning very. But it's just kind of fun. Yeah,
2: Uber to me doesn't bother me as much. Uber is like a way to get around now doesn't bother me. All so swear words, there's absolutely <laughs> no reason to swear. I disagree 1000% with there th- with that. What? And if you swear words, somebody says all swear words, there's absolutely no reason to swear. N- there absolutely and if you don't want to swear, that's great. If you still think it's a uh, taboo to swear, fine. But you know what? A good swear word used in a great in a good inappropriate moment there's it's solid. And there's
1: research to back that up. Yes. That when you use a swear word, it is a release of endorphins. Yeah. It is a release of stress. You know, the way crying has a psychological, a physiological impact on us that releases serotonin in the brain. Using a swear word can often release that pent up energy. And, um,
2: and again, if you don't swear, that's fine. That's fine. You do you. Whoops. Is that one of them? You do you. But I like to swear. It's mm-hmm. difficult for three hours mm-hmm. a day for me, uh, not being able to swear on the radio. I make up for it in uh, my downtime. Let's just let's just say that. No. How about this A good, this one? well-used swear word is oh, top.
1: Absolutely. Bravo. Well-placed. Yes. I mean, when it's every other word yes. in a sentence, then it loses its efficacy. Yes. But yes, a, a well-placed swear word or a necessary one when you jam your finger or stub your toe, definitely necessary as a pain release. Adam, what about this one? This one came of age during COVID. Yeah. I hope this email finds you well. No email is finding me well. If I'm reading your email, I, right. I, I, pro, I, may, I may not want to be. Right. Um, I'm fine.
2: Nobody's excited to open their email and nope, read Nobody emails. wants
1: to open email. So I understand you want me to be well, but I, that has become... The quintessential open to every email that I have received. Really? Like the last three years. I guess
2: I don't
3: notice I hope
1: this email finds you well. Or just any
3: flowery language Mm -hmm. in Mm -hmm. emails. Like nobody, I don't, you don't need to say like, oh, greetings, hope you're doing well today. It's Mm -hmm. a nice, whatever. Like just. Mm -hmm. Boy, this weather. Greetings, comma, and then Mm -hmm. tell me what you're emailing me for and then be done. Like, this isn't like a fun, happy thing. You're just conveying information.
1: And I think we're misunderstanding the use of email. It is a
2: functional tool.
1: Smart brevity way. Is that my using that right? Correct. Okay. Uh, A a smart brevity way to reach out to somebody to to have a communication. And
2: it's even you you don't have to be conversational. You You don't have to
1: be conversational. In your email, just tell me what you need or why you're reaching out. It's nice to say hi or dear. That's fine. You can say hi, Jordana, but you don't have to do the, I hope you and the fam are well. I know you do. You're a nice yeah. person. That's fine. And I'm not going to respond with, by the way, the family's doing this. And the, Here's the, our
2: letter. Yeah.
1: It's going to happen. Y- y-
3: you can use email to like write a nice letter to your grandma if your grandma's on email. And mm-hmm. then all the rules are different, right? Like then be all flowery and gushy totally and nice to your mm-hmm. grandma. But if you're writing a work or a business email... Get to it. No, just tell me what you're doing and then move on.
2: Uh, I'm with AC. I don't trust anyone who doesn't swear cuss. Mm-hmm. Best mm-hmm. ever, my Boston buddy who called me a dumb. Oh, oh. Can't say okay. it.
1: Okay, can't if say you it. Don't swear,
2: if you don't swear, don't golf. Yeah, another good point.
1: <laughs> That's funny. Uh, <laughs> just, Oh, people say, just say oofta. All right, we're not no. doing away with the word oofta, but I don't use no. that word. Maybe I will.
2: Oofta? No. No. Th- st- stop it. Unless you're like a 78 year old. A woman from Minnesota. I'm not allowed to say that. Nobody's saying Ufta anymore. I'm sorry.
1: Here's a new one that we haven't heard before. Because we we did this, by the way, at the beginning of the show, and it was really fun. So we're just revisiting some of your texts that we didn't get to read. Someone says, get rid of at all. For example, do you want ice cream at all? Yes, friend. Get rid of at all. The correct way to say that is, do you want ice cream? Yes. Want ice cream? Would you like ice cream? That's it. No one has to say at all. I wonder... I'm going to have to notice that in everyday I conversation if people say that I might do that at all, yeah, and you know the bane of my existence is ending a sentence on a preposition, mm-hmm. ending a sentence with the word "at, for example, where you't don't, don't say it, don't my ears are going to start bleeding, don't do it. I actually mm, got a shiver. Um, that drives me nuts, so let's banish that forever.
2: another one person says, uh, we had a vote for this one. have a good one, yeah, have a good what? have a good bowel movement. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I just like saying bowel movement
1: I do too epic hey have a
2: good one do away on with there.
1: epic and also get do away with do more with less oh who in corporate America hasn't heard that oh, recently God. my friends <laughs> do more with less oh boy stop that one um, are we going to do our random review generator next yes. or are we going to you, you got some other plan
2: uh, no well let's do the RG let's fire it up I've, I, I'm back into all in on like maybe it's just because of the holidays and mm-hmm. The weather hasn't been great. Like Dave argues, yeah, this is the greatest weather to go outside and do stuff. No, I don't like it. No, it's it. not, Dave. Give me the snow and the ice. No. Um, so I've been watching a lot of TV, so I'm excited now. I'll
1: get me too. I yeah. And I need some good suggestions. Yep. By the way, if you have a suggestion where you want us to enter into the RRG and yeah. see if it comes up, 651 but we'll fire it up and uh, we'll talk shows next. Before we fire up the RRG, have you been watching anything good, or have you gotten got? We finally finished that
2: last night. We finally we started it like two months ago, but we finally finished uh, all the light we cannot see. That was the the book they made into a four part series. Is the blind girl the blind girl in France? Yes, Mark Ruffalo and Hugh Laurie. So good. Yeah, it was good. So good. Yeah, remember with the annoying we 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 pointed out. There's a cast, there's a certain type for people who play Nazis in movies. It's like if you're annoying and really creepy, you gotta roll as a You DC. have
1: to be creepy, but you have to often be large and scary looking. Scary looking. Yes.
2: Yes. <coughs> so we finished um, that.
1: What was the other one that I was gonna ask you if you had finished? Now it's sorry, chemo brain. Totally released from my head. All the light you cannot see. Oh, did you watch Daisy Jones and the Six?
2: I started it. I got through like, I think four or five. And I so was that's just, a
1: music show. It's yeah, a little I was, corny, but I thought you would like it. And that's a fun thing to watch with the girls. My, cause my kids read that book and yep. they were watching oh, it. Oh, there's a
2: book. There's a book. Oh, okay. There's a
1: book. Yes. The girls watched read the book. So that's a sort of, it's about music mm-hmm. and it's a love story. And you know, it's about rock and roll. Yeah. It, that's just kind of a yeah, so fun. So it's kind of like a, uh, like, like a,
2: like, uh, what was the movie a few years ago? Um, Almost Famous. It's kind of like oh, Almost Famous. Yes, that's a great movie.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm, that's a great movie. Uh, David, I know you have the attention span of a gnat, uh, but... No,
2: you were just talking about something you
1: watched. I'm, I'm glad, glad you
3: asked. It. I actually did just watch something. And it was long. Uh, yes, me. I watched a documentary called Race to the Summit, and it's about speed climbers. So it's these guys that... It's so fascinating. They are climbing these like mountaineering routes that would normally take people, mm-hmm. like the Iger in the Alps, yeah. that... You know, serious mountaineers will take 8 to 12 hours to complete, and these speed climbers, professional speed climbers, are training and doing it in, like, 2 hours and 20 minutes. So they're, uh, like, literally running up the face of a mountain.
2: Because if if there's anything you want to do fast without regard uh, to safety,
3: it's mountain climbing. And then there's some controversy about, like, one of the climbers... Um,
2: Not using techniques his, that are approved? Well, or?
3: no. Well, there was a little bit of that, too. But he, on several occasions, had camera issues oh. at the peak. So there's questions. He has no was he really there? Physical proof that he actually made it. And it's you're by yourself. And you disappear into the cloud. And he comes back and says, I did it. And there's... Really, no proof, but there's no. Yeah. Anyway, it's it's very fascinating. So I, I'd recommend
2: that one. It's That's a, one of those things. Like mountain climbing, to me, is fascinating. I would yes. never climb a mountain, but like books about mountain climbing, uh, documentaries about mountain climbing, I'm all over.
3: And the just the visuals yes. of all the right. snow and ice and cliffs, and it's really beautiful. So
1: I watch that. That's great. the most David show I've ever heard. Of that. <laughs> <laughs> really, Maybe. that is so David. And I would never watch that oh. because thinking about this movie makes me cold.
3: I think you would love it. I I think you would love it. You watched Alone. I did watch people Alone. People being cold all the time. And, and I Adventure was Adventure and extreme sports is the same kind of thing. Before
2: we get to that, like just in the same kind of ilk, there are like uh, Instagram accounts and TikTok accounts and YouTube videos of these guys. I call them guys. I'm sure there's women that do it, but who scale these radio towers Oh yes, that is and, ch- and oh. change light bulbs at the top. Gosh. Yes, it it is like I've ne- I've never had like a visceral reaction to a video before where I'm actually feeling like oh my god! I'm like yeah, you watch these videos because they're no. wearing cameras, no. No. and no. you think just when they're at like a top, and they're like and you're like they're not going to climb that part of it. Oh my god, they're climbing that part of it too. No. It is insane. Those guys must make a ton of dough. I
1: believe they make like fifty grand per climb. I'm sure it's something outrageous. Because there's
2: very few of us who would be able to do that.
1: I would never watch that because I would never sleep again. That would make give me vertigo forever.
2: I mean, it's just like wow.
1: Some of the suggestions here, um, Jor. Have I seen you people with Jonah Hill and Eddie Murphy?
2: Yeah, we did that one.
1: We did. It was a little cringy. There are a lot of stereotypes yes. in that one. It was only, that, one of those that kind of
2: walked the line. Right. It was.
1: A, I, I don't think they accomplished their goal. It was, it was a little. I mean, a couple of laughs, but it was a little uncomfortable. And I love Julia Louis-Dreyfus and Jonah Hill. Yeah.
2: Mm. yeah. Okay.
1: This one on Netflix, The Bank of Dave.
2: I've seen that.
1: I really want to see that. Isn't it about Is like it? he saves a town? Like, doesn't he? He's I don't know, somehow deals with the town's finances that helps the town. I do want it because I think it's a feel-good movie. Um, Thank you for that recommendation. I want to see that. And I got to start watching Fargo. Everybody says, you know, Fargo's really good. I haven't watched that yesterday.
2: Yeah, we started uh, Fargo. Mm -hmm. haven't watched it to completion yet. All right, we ready to go?
1: All right, let's hear it, David. Fire it up. All
3: right, let's see what genre... To watch this week on a random review it is a oh it's a docu series it's a I like that documentary mm-hmm. series uh let's see what it's going to be we will be watching oh my this is called hell camp teen nightmare hell camp teen nightmare it's oh a docu series on netflix have a listen the 80s were a time when
2: the world was changing
3: there was a deep concern that the youth of america was taking the wrong turn you know what do you do steve cartesano was a genius
1: i think he was ahead of his time he had this great idea
3: it's called the challenger foundation the kids are worn down until they're good again we're made better by
2: struggle it's a simple equation Oh, this is right up my alley.
1: They're worn down until they're good again?
2: This is in the age of 90s, in the 90s, when okay. we had the boom of talk show hosts. And I think we heard Mori Povich's uh-huh. voice
1: Maury. Uh, in that. Is he still alive? I think
2: Maury Povich. I that now. I believe he is. Um where we had, in a lot of... Yeah, 84. 84. Married to Connie Chung, if I recall correctly.
1: They're not still married, are they? I
2: think they are. Oh, I
1: think they might be, yes. Um, Should have more faith. Sorry, Maury.
2: You are the father. But he had, every once in a while, these shows would have the scared straight show, where these parents would come (laughs) with their troubled teens, and these were like the worst of the worst teenagers. They Mm -hmm. wouldn't listen to anybody or anything. And we had the you know they take them to prison where they you know talk to prisoners Mm -hmm. but this is like a full-fledged camp i think that they sent bad quote-unquote bad kids to
1: so So is is this like remember you used to hear stories of kids getting kidnapped in the middle of the night paris hilton has one of these stories this company hired by the parents would come in and snatch the teenager from their bed like literally break in so the kid thinks they were being kidnapped oh this is a real thing and they would be shipped off to this like um i said like this this hell camp or this this warrior like, like, obedience yes, camp right where they would have to live in nature or do physical feats and you know no access to drugs no access to music or their parents and they were told you know your parents did this for you so you know you're not going to die or you haven't been you know like kidnapped by boko haram or anything but they would have to uh, you know, basically, like it said in the, they would be worn out for a lot of physical activity until they were, quote, good again. Paris Hilton wrote about this in her memoir, but she also said that she was sexually abused while she was there, that she was in solitary confinement while she was there, and they were extreme measures to get teenagers to, quote, behave. So I'm assuming that that's what this is, right? How Hell camp.
2: Uh, similar. I don't understand how it would possibly be legal.
1: Well, to you're you somehow a kidnap minor. your. Oh no, no, you're a minor. If the, and the parents would pay, they would pay this service, this camp to say, come in the middle of the night, or I'll open the door. Yeah, come take my kid who is. 13, 16, or whatever it is, whatever they are. You're a
2: horrible parent if it,
1: you've done that. Again, you probably are. But you also have a child that is into drugs or this or that, or maybe you have no, I'm not defending this practice. This is a horrible practice. Right. Get the kids some therapy. This is a horrible practice. But it did happen, yeah. and there were stories about that where you would like get kidnapped in the middle of the night, and then you'd be off for a week, a month, six months, whatever it took to get you scared straight, and then you get returned home.
2: And I understand, like, he, uh, being in a desperate situation as a parent who's like, yes. this is my only recourse.
1: Mm-hmm. But, wow. Oh, I could never do that. Also, <laughs> the no. and you used to see videos of these kids being ripped from their beds. Screaming,
2: it terrified. Is
1: terrifying. And as you can imagine as a teen or any person, can you imagine being ripped from your bed now as an adult? You don't know. You're thrown in the back of a van, like hooded. It was like a kidnapping. And... That happened. That was a real thing that used to happen. Uh, maybe parents are going, hmm, do they still exist? Can my, Will they take my kid? How much does well, it cost? our
2: friend Mark from Minnetonka <laughs> says, you make it sound like living in nature is a bad thing. Some of no. us enjoy it.
1: Okay, guys. It's or no, that's bad.
2: not Mark. This is a, it's, a, it's just like boot camp in the state of Minnesota actually has one of these up by the Moose Lake prison, I believe, but it's court ordered. Oh, sure. I get it. If you are like actually in trouble with the law yes. and you go through juvenile yes. detention... I am all about let's give that as an option. Yes. As to putting young people and changing them mm-hmm. maybe changes their lives. Mm-hmm. Learning those skills. Absolutely. I mean, uh, again, I have- for cases that, not like all cases. No, were, of course not. But, yeah, that should be absolutely be an I'm just saying, if it's a parent's choice.
1: Right. Well, these other camps were a parent's choice. It's just the kids yeah. didn't know about it. But <coughs> I had a friend who had a teen... Who, uh, within the last two decades, who was at her wits end mm-hmm. about what to do. He wasn't listening, wasn't going to school, was doing drugs, all the whole shebang. And she seriously thought about sending him away to one of these military camps. Yep. It would have been, I'm not going to say with his permission, but it's not like he was going to get stolen from his bed. But she really did think about it and looked into it as a, um it's like a survivalist camp. Yep. Where the kids are challenged and maybe for the first time in their life they have to perform tasks and be accountable, be accountable and they learn to have hardship and get through it and maybe it gives them some skills that their parents didn't give them. So she was almost at her wit's end. She didn't end up sending him, uh, but she talked to him about it and he was thinking, oh, you know, uh, maybe I would do that because I think the kid was probably looking for some kind of a challenge. He had lived a pampered life. Uh, But he didn't end up going. And he has his act together now, and it got strained out, and he's totally fine. But um, these things are real. So I am, especially if this happened in the 80s, like I'm really interested in in Hell Camp.
2: Well, maybe there's some people listening right now that have uh, put their kids through this or was an option. 651-461-9226. Maybe we're just reacting badly to this saying, no, this actually helped, and it worked.